0: This is podcast 12. Who and how do I trust? Hi, friend. This is Lisa Thompson over here at Thoughts Really Matter. Did you know our thoughts are the master of our emotions? That's right. Change your thought, and you can change your emotion, which then changes how you behave. When you're in charge of your thoughts, you're in control of you. Just a few simple steps and some practice, and yep, you can create a happier life for yourself. Today, the topic is on trust. Trust is a huge component of relationships. Trust is like the glue in a relationship. It creates close bonds. When trust is present, things can go really well, but if it isn't present, relationships can suffer. Just knowing that you can trust another person like your spouse or child, parent, or even a coworker creates a sense of safety. Today, I'm hoping to take you on a journey that will help you think about trust. What is it exactly? How can it serve you, and who should you trust? So let's get started. Trust is all about having faith. It encompasses a lot of components. For example, trust is knowing, not wondering, that a person always will do what they say they will do. Even if a person has good intentions, if they do not follow through, trust can be lost. So trust means being dependable. You can really count on that person. It also means honesty. When we hide something or offer only part of the picture and not the entirety, trust is easily broken. It can even be about little things. Not always so easy, but it can be done if we are aware and it takes a little practice. So yes, we are human and can accidentally leave something out. And that's not what I'm talking about here. It's being aware. It's disclosing ourselves. If we leave something out intentionally, that's being dishonest. But if we are really striving to be honest in our relationships, and most people can tell when we're dishonest, then we build trust. It's all about being transparent. Once again, we acknowledge that we are human. And as humans, we become way too anxious about the unknowns. We tend to assume the worst when we're not informed. When someone does not share important information, whether it be personal relationship or someone we work with, We can easily become distrustful when information isn't shared. On the other hand, when people share their thoughts and feelings, it gives us a sense of knowing where we stand. That person is sharing their vulnerability, and then trust can flourish. Trust also means accountability, and when we've done or said anything to break someone's trust, admitting to it and apologizing with the message that that behavior won't ever be repeated can really build trust and being defensive is a no-no. Being defensive loses trust. Being accountable goes a long way. Trust also means you're comfortable confiding in that person. It means you feel safe sharing your emotions, and it creates feelings of being understood. If I asked you this question, who is the most important person in your life that you trust right now, who would you say? Would it be your spouse, parent, sibling, friend? Did you even consider yourself as an answer to that question? If you did, then you're amazing because trust has to begin with trusting ourselves. You are the most important person to trust. But let me ask you this. Do you trust yourself? And I mean, are you dependable for you? Can you count on yourself to do what you say you will do? Are you transparent and honest with yourself as well as with others? Are you accountable for your words and choices, the way you behave? How are you at managing your emotions? Do you believe in yourself? When we get to the point when we know that we are trustworthy, not only to others but to ourselves, we feel this greater sense of empowerment. We are in control. When we trust ourselves, we can find success in just about anything we do because we can count on us and we believe in ourselves. We're being honest. You can be honest without being hard on yourself. And guess what? It starts with your thoughts. Your thoughts dictate your beliefs and actions. So you can take pride in being trustworthy and in always being truthful. But yes, we are all human and many of us second guess ourselves. We don't listen to our or trust our instincts. And sometimes we hang on to things from the past that causes us to not trust. I remember hearing a story about a father trying to teach his son the importance of trust. He had his son turn his back toward him. The father told his son to fall back and he would catch him. The son attempted it, but couldn't quite bring himself to fall back. He was fearful that his father wouldn't catch him. But after much prodding, The son finally believed his father and that that he would catch him, and then he fell backward. When the son started to fall, the father purposely stepped out of the way and let the boy fall. The father helped him up and said, let this be a lesson to you. The only person you can really trust is you. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't people we can trust. I'd like to think that most people can genuinely be trusted. But I do know that when we don't trust ourselves, life can be more challenging. It can be more, it it can be unmotivating. Without trust in ourselves, we won't always rise to our fullest potential. And most importantly, when we don't trust ourselves, it's almost impossible to trust someone else fully. But yes, most of us doubt ourselves for one reason or another. And it doesn't mean there's something wrong with us. Doubting ourselves is part of the human experience, but we can sometimes take it too far, right? We lose self awareness. We can even lose self confidence. But listen to this we are all capable of being dependable, honest, and trustworthy. When we say we're going to do something, we have the capability to do it. Sometimes our brain convinces us otherwise, but if we are in tune with our thoughts, we can switch the negativity and create positivity. And you might think that being loyal to yourself seems difficult, right? It's because we often have these negative conversations in our brains that we aren't good enough or it won't matter or we compare ourselves to others or whatever it is. And then the more we convince ourselves that we aren't as good as we should be, we start believing it. You've probably said or heard someone say, that's just the way I am, or I can't change who I am. But no, you can choose your thoughts. You can choose to reflect how and who you want to be. If we don't realize the power we have from within, then how can we possibly believe it? Now, let me ask you another question. What would your life look like if you knew you could count on you? Why is it so important to have trust in ourselves? The story I gave earlier where the father taught the son to trust himself is actually an important analogy because if we don't trust ourselves first, it's almost impossible to trust someone else. That was a difficult lesson for that father to teach his son, but it has some great merit to it because trusting ourselves is the first step in being able to trust others. And having trust in others is also essential to our human experience. We develop trust or mistrust in almost all relationships. It's important because trust is the backbone of healthy and happy relationships. And like I said earlier, it's the glue that holds us together. Trust breeds happiness. It breeds contentment. It breeds self-confidence. It promotes faith and self-assurance. Aren't these the types of thoughts and feelings you want in life? There are so many self-help books out there on keys to happiness and self-confidence. I'm convinced that trust in yourself is the essential key to having positive emotions. So you might ask yourself, what does trust really look like in yourself? Well, first of all, it's believing in yourself. Yes, we all have fears, but just knowing that we can overcome things is a start. Knowing that we can do anything is also a start. Believing in yourself begins with your thoughts and what you think of yourself. If I asked you right now to list three good things about yourself, three things you really like about yourself, would you have to give it any thought? Could you quickly come up with three things? How about two or even one? Or would you struggle to know what to say? It's so much easier to answer that same question about another person that we admire or someone that we like than it is about ourselves. But what if you told yourself on a daily basis that you are capable of anything and you can do hard things, you can overcome challenges, you are likable, you are talented, and you are enough. You might not believe it at first because your thoughts are usually filled with negativity, but when it comes to yourself, we often look toward our mistakes and flaws. Yes, we have them, but we are a miracle. Every person is a miracle. There is not a single person that is exactly like you. You are unique. Everyone has a different skill, talent, capability. So don't ever compare. You are you. You're unique. You're a miraculous individual. What if every day you complimented yourself for something? What if you dig a little deeper and find out those three things that you like about yourself? And yes, those things can change over time. So trust in yourself. It's also liking yourself. Flaws and all. We all have flaws. We all make mistakes. This is a difficult notion for most human beings because we can come across as being confident, but we truly aren't feeling confident. We aren't feeling honest. And so the voice in our head often is our own worst critic. It's okay to tell ourselves that we messed up, especially if we learn from it and move on. It's not okay to tell ourselves that we are messed up because we become what we tell ourselves. If we are constantly chastising ourselves, how can we improve? I suppose chastising can move us forward and be somewhat of a motivator to something better, but not usually. It's good to learn from our mistakes. Be accountable. It's not good to wallow in our mistakes and challenges or letting them prevent us from doing better. But when we trust ourselves, we are dependable. We do what we say we will do. Even in the simplest things. If we don't get up when we say we will, or we don't talk to our kids in the way that we want and learn from it and strive to improve, we can't succeed. When we show up, when we are honest with ourselves, when we hold ourselves accountable, when we make mistakes without excuses, when we take care of ourselves, we then are on our way to trusting ourselves. And here's the important part when we are trustworthy, especially to ourselves, we develop greater self-discipline, greater self-confidence, greater love for others, and we become more successful in all aspects of life. Now, who doesn't want that? According to Psychology Today, they say a tra- trust is a cornerstone of a relationship. And in an article called The Importance of Trust in a Relationship by Pivot, it says that trust is the foundation for any relationship. Without it, the relationship will be shaky and will eventually fail. Lack of trust is the main reason relationships fall apart. So, doesn't this also apply to ourselves? Think again of someone you know that you can really trust. I suspect it's somebody that you can really depend on. Their word is their bond, because maybe they're honest. You just know that that person would never betray you, would never let you down. Perhaps they have integrity, and in return, You would do anything for them. So what if you started trusting yourself in this same manner? Shouldn't this be the same attitude we have with ourselves? Developing these traits takes time, but you are capable. According to another article by the Good Man Project, it says, trust in a relationship means you believe that your partner is reliable and has your best interests at heart. It means you have faith and confidence in them and you feel emotionally and physically safe with them. It means you expect respect, integrity, loyalty, honesty in your relationship. And I'm going to add, think about that in regards to yourself as well. Now, trust me, no pun intended, but when you learn to trust yourself, the world of challenges becomes less burdensome. And the lack of self-confidence begins to grow. How does it make you feel when you know you can trust someone else? There may come times when a loved one or a child, a family member, or co-worker will break your trust. The feelings of hurt and anger are normal when this happens. The actions of others can cause us to feel unworthy or unloved. And it can be painful. It can cause emotional distress. It's because we care deeply. We believed in this person, but recognizing that we can't control others' actions and knowing that they have to live with their actions and knowing that we can trust ourselves can help us heal and help us manage the emotional trauma that we feel when trust is broken by another. We are better equipped to meet such challenges. I know we have the ability to trust ourselves, but we have to live as a trustworthy person. So I invite you to start being more trustworthy. Start by being more honest, honest with yourself as well as others. Develop the traits that you admire in someone that you trust, like being dependable, showing up, being on time, do what you'll say you'll do, maintain integrity, treat others with respect, and then notice the difference it makes in your life. I'm trusting you to recognize that you are capable in whatever your mind tells you. Because your thoughts really matter.